What is up, everybody? This is the Positively You podcast with Zach Rance and Brett Bailey. We are all about professional development, self-growth, and inspiration. And if we can even make a tiny, minuscule impact in your day that can that can push you in the right direction, then we are fulfilling our mission. Zach, brother, how are you today? Brett, I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Doing awesome. Everybody, we are in the presence of greatness. We have a very, very special guest today, uh, Canadian real estate mogul, author Stefan Arneo. Stefan, thank you so, so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, of course. So uh, I want to get right into it because you, uh, you know, everybody knows you're all about the grind, the hustle, um, making it happen. And so we want to know how you got into that hustle mindset. How did that, how did that come about? Well, I've been, I've been hustling my whole life. You know, when I was uh, seven years old, I made a Coke machine. You could put money in the Coke <laughs> or the money in the machine and pour yourself a Coke. Uh, I was printing t-shirts and selling them in, uh, in grade three. Um, you know, I had a little clothing line when I was in grade eight. And so I've always been hustling, um, always found ways to, to make money. But I think the best way to, to get in the hustle mindset is, is be broke, man. Um, I, I graduated from the University of Manitoba. I had a major in English, minor in music. I wanted to be a rock star. I had a useless degree. Couldn't get a job that was anything more than minimum wage. So, you know, I had to start hustling. I was a guitar teacher. I was made $10,000 a year when I was about 21, 22 years old. And then I was tired of being broke. I wanted to move out of my mom's house. So I started reading real estate books. I started going to real estate seminars. I started about investing. And I read a little book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I uh, started with $1,200 in cash and, and before 30 years old became a self-made millionaire and I became Rich Dad International Hall of Fame. You only give out one award for here in Canada for Rich Dad Hall of Fame. So there's more Olympic gold medals out there in Canada than Rich Dad Hall of Fame. Wow. <laughs> That's when you put it like that. That is amazing. I, I especially love the Coke dispenser. I'm trying to like put together how that would even work. But um, no, that's that's crazy. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, they always just had that hustle mindset since they were just born with it. Grade three doing t-shirts and shit like that. That's, that's absolutely nuts. That is absolutely nuts. That's very cool. Yeah. So, um, why, why did you want to do out of all things you could invest in? Why did you choose real estate at the very start? Cause that's what you're, and that, that's the main thing you do. Correct. Is real estate. Yeah. So I've got, I got two businesses. I got real estate and then I have a, a, a very large marketing company. So marketing and real estate, you know, those are, those are my two things. I, I also teach, teach real estate investing. So those, those are my two main things, marketing, which is real estate uh, education and then real estate. And I got into real estate because I want a passive income. Yeah, yeah. I read a little book called rich dad, poor dad. And it said, you know, anybody can get rich if you built a business and had passive income through real estate. So at the time I had 22, guitar teacher checks I was getting every month. Every client gave me a check and I thought, man, these checks are awesome. I get more money than I make in the market. But guess what? If I leave town, I don't get my checks. Right. I don't show up to my lessons. I don't get checks. So I thought, how can I get these same 22 checks without being here? And that was what I wanted to solve is how do I get the checks without having to be here every Wednesday night? Right. Of course. Well, great logic for sure there. Yeah. So is, is that the end goal, Stefan, is to have financial freedom and, and to live passively off your income? Well, I, guys, I got that at age 23. I, I mean, I was making a thousand bucks a month back then. And I I did a property, I built a property that maybe $2,000 a month passive income. So I got to the point where I had the passive income to 
you know, live the way I was living. And guess what you do? You you play video games all day and you masturbate to internet porn and then you get tired of that after like <laughs> three months and then you go, fuck my life, what do I do? So, you know, guys, I mean, the, the goal, I think, in life shouldn't just be to lie on the beach and and have passive income. I mean, have, having passive income is great. Like, you should have it, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my game right now is to heal the men and help help the broken men of the world. And that's why I wrote a book called Hard Tips Create Strong Men. And yes. the cycles of history go... Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Interesting. So you know, I'm, I'm here to I'm here to help the men. My my dad was a broken man. Um, you know, I've been a broken man before, and I'm here to, to help people. That's that's what I like to do. And like I said, guys, you can only lie on that beach for so long. Yeah, hundred percent. It's interesting that that you brought up masturbating because I saw that as a as a post on your Instagram. I think it was yesterday or the day before. About um, it was about the masturbating is is uh for the week and uh yeah something like that anyways what i what i'm getting to is that do you know who jordan peterson is absolutely yeah i've seen him live he's a canadian uh, yes canadian i professor and really mm, sharp guy yeah yeah for sure and so he had an interesting theory about masturbating he was talking about how uh, it was it was for men who just didn't know what to do like in the moment they just didn't know what to do so they masturbate and escape is that something that you like that you were talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, in my book, Hard Times Create Strong Men, I talk about masturbation as the mass castration of of male uh, masculine divine power. So you know, all your creative energy is is in your testicles. All your all your aggression, <laughs> all your drive is there. And if you're depleting your own energy, you know, daily or or weekly, you're not you're not aggressive. You're not a bull. You're an ox. And a bull is an aggressive animal. It's going to fight. It's going to fuck other cows. I mean, that's what a bull does. <laughs> and then an ox, they cut off his balls. He just lies around all day. He's big, he's strong, but he just lies around. He doesn't have any balls. So, you know, like if you look at dogs, like my mom's got a dog. We cut his balls off. He just lies around all day. Now, if he had some balls, he'd be fighting. He'd be fucking. He'd be aggressive. He'd be an alpha male. And people, you know, they don't want to deal with the alpha male anymore. So they give him porno, they give him all these distractions and video games to make him docile and easy to control. So that's, that's really what the, the internet porn is about. The video games these days is to keep the alpha males from rising up. Wow, mm. I love that. Oh my gosh. You're going to have to buy a hard times at the end, Zach. You're going to have to get a copy, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Zach, you're loving it already. No, I think what we're going to do, we actually might do a giveaway when we when we do this podcast. We'll do like a book giveaway to somebody who like hashtags hard times create strong men or something like that just so we can uh, get the message out because I think it's a really interesting message and um, I would almost argue that it's somewhat controversial, controversial in this new day and age where everyone has a problem with something and you know, not, not that I have anything. I just, I've talked to people about this book and, or feminists about this book and they kind of got a little bit mad about talking about how men are so powerful and like, and like, I don't know. What do you think about, you know, hardcore feminists like that who think that like men aren't more powerful than women? Well, fem- feminism is, I think, one of the biggest failed experiments in history. It's a derivative of communism. So feminism came from communism. And when the Russians became communists in, you know, what was it, 1916, 1917, they said everybody's equal and they tried to make everybody equal. Men and women are equal. And and feminism came from communism. 
Yeah. Now, the problem with communism is that it repeals human nature. You know, humans aren't equal. Like, we, you're not equal to me, and I'm not equal to any of you guys. We're yes. all different. Yes. Different is what we have to embrace. And men and women are different. They're different animals. They have different bone structures. You know, we men are killing machines. We're built to kill. We have strong bone structures. We're out there to fight and fuck and kill and do all these brutal animal primal things. And women, they're built with ovaries and uteruses, and they can birth children i mean you know women i said this yesterday women have men sexually and then they have them through birth so women really have men they control men yeah <laughs> but they aren't men you know so they yes. have a totally different they're a totally different creature yeah and to pretend that those things are the same is i think foolish and in hard times create strong men when when feminists and women read that they actually turn unfeminist so i i convert feminists it's a Oh, no way. 624 pages. And if you give it to a feminist and she actually reads it, she probably won't be a feminist by the end. <laughs> yeah, dude. 624 pages is an absolute soak. How long did that take you to write? I wrote it in 11 days. And uh, people what? read it in usually one or two or three days. They can read it pretty fast. It's it's well written. It's pretty easy to read. Awesome. And if you don't like reading, we have the audio book too. So I'll read it to you if you don't want to read it. <laughs> Perfect. I'd rather have that because you can – what was that, Zach? I was saying I'm looking forward to it, reading the book. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. We even got some animations on the Instagram. We started animating the book, so we call it Hard Times 365. And every day we're putting out a Hard Times animation for 365 days. So it's the whole book animated if you want to watch it. But that's one minute at a time. You probably want to actually just read the whole thing. Probably be easier to follow. I, I did see that one about uh... – when the U.S. troops were storming, or no, when when there were some Canadian troops possibly storming Normandy, did I see that? It was D-Day. Yeah, D-Day. That D-Day. Yeah, like the Canadians were there, the Americans, uh, the Canadians had Juneau Beach, the Americans had, you know, a bunch of the beaches. Yes. And yeah, it was D-Day where 209,000 Allied men stormed the Nazi beaches, and it was a bloodbath. Vomiting on the, on like the fucking ocean right before going into battle, like yeah. that's just, that's a strong man right there, like... That's the dude. That's the opening of the book. That's the very first. No, dude. Yeah. Right there, like, so we open with violence. Yeah, it grabs the attention. That's for sure. Now violence is golden. <laughs> okay, I I gotta bring up the Universal Hot Crazy Matrix. I, <laughs> I I saw the I saw the video on YouTube about a year ago. It is one of the funniest. I've never laughed out loud so hard. The, the guy explaining was a fucking like, like. It's <laughs> just a fucking doofus. I don't know, but he was really funny. He was so serious um, when he was explaining it. Do you do you believe in the cra- in the in the hot crazy matrix? <laughs> Dude, I got it in the book. I mean, I, I've lived it's, the hot crazy matrix. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, I was engaged some years ago, and I was 26, 27. I was engaged to a beautiful girl I loved, and then we broke up. I got very badly hurt. I got my heart broken. I became a womanizer for the last five years, mm. and I had eight girlfriends in the winter two years ago. So. Bro, I know all about the hot, crazy matrix. Yeah. (laughs) The ones that are eight, not well, the ones that are 10 hot, they're 10 crazy, man. And they'll kill you. They'll, they'll mess you up. You know, it's the redheads, the strippers. I I love chasing (laughs) around redheads, but man, it's the biggest disaster of of your life. I wrote another book called letters to a scorpion. It's not out yet. That's about, that's about a redhead that totally wrecked my life, man. So you will, uh, you'll like letters to a scorpion. Yeah. It's not out yet. That's that's hard times number three. I'm doing a series. Hard times one, two, three, four. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm doing a series. I I can't wait You're for that. Savage, my man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I am a savage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
But hey, dude, I'm, I'm laying off the uh, womanizing. I'm, I'm, I've stopped that because that's, that's you, know, you just get into trouble. I don't go out anymore. I don't, I don't have any dating apps because I just get myself into way too much trouble if I uh, go on that. Because once, once you know all the tricks, guys, once you know what to say and you know their psychology, you could have a different woman every night if you want. But once you do that, you know, five women in five days or seven women in seven days, uh, you start to fuck your life up because now you're not doing your work anymore and, and right. you just you get really messed up. So a lot of guys are like, oh man, that'd be awesome to have five women in five days, but it's actually a horrible life. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like it'd just be better to have like one woman who you love dearly, who like brings you to the next level, motivates you, inspires you. And that, that seems, or no woman, I guess it depends. But yeah, I have a friend who is like, who's like telling me he's like on this hustle grind, but he's like fucking like a girl every day. And he's like wasting like three hours a day. I'm like, dude, that's three hours of your day. Like, and you're like, you're just burnt out after that. And he's like, no, dude, but it's like, I'm getting pussy. I'm like, no, dude, you're wasting time. So, yeah, no, it, dude, I, dude, you know what? I had a friend of mine, he asked me. So I, I've been that guy. I've been the hustler that hustles money all day and hustles girls at night. The hustler and the whore are always hanging out together. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I got to the point where, you know, my, my life was totally upside down, totally, totally wrecked. Yeah. And uh, you, you don't win with that. I mean, the only way a man should really live to conserve his energy is either celibate or uh, married. I mean, in my book, I talk about the battery effect where, you know, a man and woman who love each other and they mix sex and love, they energize each other. It's called the battery effect. Oh. And it actually regenerates your health, regenerates your energy. Whereas if you're just wasting that, that energy on whores, well, now you're going you're gonna to degenerate. You're going to turn into a degenerate, uh, sick piece of shit if wasting your energy like that and that's why that's why the religions of the world all say hey man stay away from wars true interesting you, you become a degenerate degenerate piece of shit yeah exactly <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god okay so I, I want to <laughs> funny how much you love it um, so I want to bring up something else so uh, you talked about the, the kind of job and education you would need today to keep up with a burger flipper from 1968. So, like, do you think that that is even enough? Like, do you think, like, like, what do you, like, what are your comments on, on, on that suggestion? Well, if you want to live a life like men and women lived in, let's say, 1960, yeah, uh, where the man had a job and the woman stayed home and was a mom. You need about three hundred grand today in today's income to pay for that. That's and insane. A burger flipper indexed to gold. So a burger flipper from nineteen sixty eight indexed to gold. So you took the dollar back then and took gold then in the purchasing power. He made a hundred. I think it's one hundred and three thousand U.S. I have the chart in my book. I might be off by a bit, but he made about a hundred grand U.S. The burger flipper at McDonald's. So you had to flip one burger for one cook one batch of fries, and he made a hundred grand in purchasing power. And today, a guy in the United States, it's $7 an hour federal minimum wage in the United States. So it's like 13, 14 bucks, 14,000 a year or something. It's some pathetic amount of money. And in zero states in the United States can somebody on minimum wage afford to rent a two bedroom apartment. So if you're somebody who's just like, you know, you're just brand new, let's say you're young, let's say you're not that bright, you can't even live in the United States anymore. Like you can't, you can't live in that country. So, Jeez. you know, you need 300 grand these days. That's why I teach guys to, 
to buy real estate. I teach them to sell. I teach them to increase their income. I teach guys to become billionaires. Uh, because guess what, dude? You gotta be a fucking millionaire to live these days. If you're not a millionaire, you're fucked. And if you're in the United States and you're not rich, you know, fuck you. That's the best country to be rich in. That's yeah. the best country to get rich in. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Canada, man. It's way harder in Canada. I'm a self-made millionaire, but it's it's way harder in Canada. And I think that you know, men like yourselves, guys, young men, you guys gotta become millionaires because if you're not, you're either gonna be rich or you're gonna be poor, and you're gonna be wiped out if you don't. Uh, take your financial education to your hands, your skill sets, and you gotta you gotta buy properties. You gotta increase your income. Learn to sell. Learn to be entrepreneurs. Because guys, it's going back to a hundred years ago where everybody was an entrepreneur. You know, in 1911 or so, everybody was an entrepreneur. There was no corporate jobs, and we're going back to that. There aren't going to be corporate jobs. Everybody's going to have a hustle. Everybody's going to have a farm. Everybody's got their own thing, and you gotta you gotta do that to live nowadays, guys. You don't have a choice. That's, that's very interesting. So I want to uh, get into that a little bit more so we can pr- provide some value to ourselves and then also to the people listening because you're right. A lot of people listening to this podcast right now are aspiring entrepreneurs or are entrepreneurs. So what is the best piece of advice you could give to someone who is just starting up like as far as financial education goes so they can get money out of the way, get that passive income out of the way? Well, you got to start reading, man. I mean, when, when I started, I read like a ton of books. If you read my book, Self Made, it's all about yes. how I started with nothing, became a self-made millionaire. And I was just reading, 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 reading. Dude, I spent, you know, my financial education, I spent over 350 grand on it. It's probably come up to four, 450 now. And that's what I spent. My university education, I spent 20 grand. Canada education is cheap. But the uh, 450,000 probably is what I'm spending now, like, if I tallied it all up of what I've spent to learn what I know. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the young people out there, people say, what should I invest? And I say, dude, invest in yourself first. If you're asking me what to invest in, invest in you, read the books, buy the books, uh, invest in your skills. I think that the best thing you could do, I have a video on my Instagram, five steps, steps to becoming a millionaire. First step is get a job. Second step is go into sales. Third step is, you know, start a business. Fourth step is sell the business. Fifth step is become an investor. So if you really want to be rich, I mean, dude, you got to start reading every week. You better read a book a week. For sure. And uh, start getting coaches, mentors, go to classes, and and get into sales, dude. I mean, sales, nobody wants to do that. Everybody tries to skip going into motherfucking sales. But you need sales. Fuck that, dude. You need sales, dude. That's your number one one skill. You know, Jordan Belfort said that four months of door-to-door sales worth is equivalent to a four-year business degree, which I I oh, haven't. I think so. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. No, dude. Actually, I gotta ask you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you might like that. So I I'm doing uh, door-to-door sales myself starting next week because, like you said, I want. What are you selling, bro? Pest control or alarms? Uh, alarms. But dude, it's, it's home automation. So it doesn't. Right, it, of course. Yeah. It you know what you do for that? You go. You go knock on the door. Yeah. And then if the guy answers and you go, "Hey, sir, I'm here to sell you an alarm," he'll be like, "Fuck you." Then you go around <laughs> to the back. You knock on the back door. You say, "This is why you need an alarm." <laughs> that is awesome. I'm gonna write that or, down. Or you know what else you do, dude? You go get the, the paper at Tim Hortons. You pull out all the crime. And you go to the, the crime section mm. where all the, the crimes are, and you go, "This crime happened on your street. You need an alarm." And you start selling with the newspaper, dude. So you can either do the home invasion backdoor, or you could do the uh, <laughs> you could do the uh, the newspaper. Oh, there was a crime on your street. You guys all need alarms now. 
<laughs> we start. We should just get someone to like actually pull a crime, and then so the news writes about it. So oh, we, <laughs> well, that's like the movie American Hustle where they're breaking windows and selling windows. And yeah, yeah. Windows. That's hilarious. You that's guys, awesome. You guys are just a couple of young criminals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I think that um. That sales just seems to be such a valuable skill for business and making money, yes. But me and Zach did a podcast on this the other day, but but for life. Like I feel like there's so many different ways to use sales and just daily communication with people. W- would you agree or disagree with that? Well, there's two things you need to know. You need to, you need to know how to sell. You need to know how to negotiate. So selling is, you know, Jordan Belfort talks about it's a straight line. It's a straight line. Negotiation is where it's like kind of wiggling. Sorry, everybody. My computer just shut off for a second, so I'm gonna have to get back on the podcast here. But yeah, so so far, there's been some pretty amazing value being shared. Is definitely some controversial topics. I'm sure you guys will agree on that. But um, I just I I just feel very lucky to be able to have this conversation because I don't think we talk about these tough topics enough. I don't think that these topics are brought up enough because I think we're kind of scared to talk about them. I'm not sure if you guys agree with that, but if you do, please drop a comment below. So I'm working to get back. My computer just died out of random, so I had to run and grab my charger. My mistake, everybody. But I hope you guys have been enjoying this podcast so far. We've definitely been having a lot of fun. <laughs> Zach, you should see Zach's face. He's been absolutely loving these. <laughs> He's been absolutely loving these uh, comments by Stefan so far. Especially about um, his perspective on women and versus like going out, meeting a bunch of women or being a one woman type man. Which is an important conversation to have, I would say, because everyone faces that dilemma. I honestly come down like I think it's good to experience new things. I think that's always great. But I also think that I think having just one woman is really nice because... um, because it because they, they can help lift you up. I'm not saying I did figure it out yet, but um, it's so true that the knowledge that's most valuable these days is not coming from listening to a teacher and reading textbooks. Oh, yeah. yeah well, there's, there's, there's three types. There's teachers who read the book, and they read the book to you. They're not that valuable. Then there's coaches, and they make you do it, and they may have done it or may, have, may not have. My company sells coaching, so we coach you through the process of, of building your real estate business and learning to become a millionaire. And then there's mentoring, and mentors have done it. And the mentors, you can't pay a mentor. I've got three mentors right now, $100 million men. I can't pay them for their time. But I've attracted some mentors, and when I do talk to them or I call them up, they got the real deal advice. Those guys are you know, late 50s, 60s. 
seventies, and those are those are the real valuable <clears throat> ones because the stuff that they tell you you cannot you cannot even pay to hear. It's it's unbelievable when you can attract a mentor. So how how does one attract a mentor like that? Is it like is it was it luck or did you specifically search them out? Email all three of those people. Like, how did you do it? Well, I think the best way is you have to become more valuable. You know, it's mm. kind of like it's kind of like you know, if you're a financial five, how do you attract a financial ten? Right? It's like dating. You know, when you go on a, a dating website, you know, like, like let's say a Tinder, there's girls who are tens, nines, eights, sevens, sixes, five, four, threes, two, ones, all the way down to zero. Right? And the <laughs> problem with with ladder theory, you know, this is dominance hierarchy. It's ladder theory is. The 10s are looking for 11s, but they come on to like, let's say a Tinder or something and they find no 11s, so they leave. Then the 9s leave, then the 8s leave, and then you got 5s and 6s smashing around. So let's say if you're a 5 or a 6 and you want to be with a 10, well, you need to do something to make yourself attractive to that financial 10. So for me, you know, I've written books, I've uh, spoken all over the world. Um, you know, my, my guys are attracted to me because of my accomplishments and my hustle and I remind them of who they used to be when they were younger, mm. you know, and that's, that's the main thing. And I've got some young guys I'm mentoring and, you know, I just mentor them just because, and they remind me of me when I was younger. So right. it's, it's one of those things like, you know, can you capture the heart and mind of someone who's ahead of you in the game? You got to be good. You got to be serious. And of course, you know, the people, the people who are really great throw down on themselves like crazy. They reinvest in themselves like crazy. I'm pouring, Dude, right now I'm I'm gonna reinvest another half a mil into myself right now. Which oh wow! Is, you know that's motherfucking crazy. Like that's like boom, like pure cash going in. Wow. Because I'm I'm my biggest bet. I bet on myself in the biggest way. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's the right mindset to have, my man. That right. Yeah. Right, well, you got, go ahead. You got to dude. That's all. That's all you got, man. You got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess you you are really all you got. So yeah, I guess you got to make sure it's. So we're we're gonna end off with with one more piece of advice for the for the audience. What is one thing, um, one question you have for the audience, and they'll answer back, and you can get a response. Or what is what's some one piece of advice you could give the audience just just with life in general? But I want to relate it to your to your new book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. Well, you know what? I get a lot of people on Instagram messaging me and they go, hey, Stefan, you know, can you give me some advice? I'm 16, I'm 17, I'm 18, I'm young. And I say, hey, look, you got to read Hard Times, Create Strong Men. It's what does it take to be a man in money, sex, religion, politics? And then get that at hardtimestrongmen.com. Or you read Self-Made, and that's about starting out with nothing. Yes. And, you know, I, I'd love to give you one piece of advice, but I've written all my advice into books so that sure. I can spend, you know, six hours in self-made with you or 18 hours in hard times. It's hard time. And stuff that my dad, incompetent father who couldn't teach me anything. And, you know, by teaching me nothing, my dad taught me everything and became my ultimate teacher by not teaching me. And so hard times is father in a box for all the guys that didn't have men, of course, didn't have dads. And it's all the shit that you should have heard when you yeah. were out in the garage fixing up a car with your dad away from the women away from the girls and it's like a man-on-man -man message how to be a man in money sex religion politics and then self-made is you know how you start out in the financial game so i think that those two books really can help some young guys out there like yourselves who want to make it but uh don't know how beautiful dude i love you that's awesome <laughs> the 
love, I love you too, bro. I love you too, bro. <laughs> But Stefan, uh, that, that is it for today. Thank you so, so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man, but we do appreciate you taking the time. And we wish you the best because we, we, are, we are huge fans of you. And, and meeting you again in, in person sort of uh, definitely confirmed that. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate your personality, appreciate what you're doing, and, and wish you the best of luck. Thanks, bro. Hey, you're in Winnipeg. Come to the office. <clears throat> Come to the office and get a hard times, man. Yeah, no, I'll going up today. I'm going. I'm going into the office probably this afternoon. So you should come down and get a. Coffee. All right, I'll come down this afternoon. Oh. Yeah, Zach, you down in Florida, dude? You got to order a coffee and, and share with your friends. Yeah, man, it's got it's got sex in it, violence, <laughs> genocide, money, all the stuff you like. All that good yeah, shit. Man. No, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order them. I think I'm gonna read hard times first. I think that's what. You I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to read Hard Times. Yeah, bring the savagery. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get in contact with maybe your assistant to get the address of your location because we may not want to say it on here. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But anyways, yeah, I'll get in contact with you after. I just typed in the chat for you there. It's right there. Okay. I'll take that before we head out. And I'm gonna be there. Uh, I'm gonna be there this afternoon. If you want to say hey, um, I'm gonna be doing another show like two. But I got another call after this, and then I'll probably head out. So I'll be there like noon, twelve thirty or so. So if you want to come down, yeah, I'll be there. Hard times, dude. I'll sign it for you. It's a beautiful kick-ass book, and you know it's it's the last. We sold out in the free run. We sold 2,500 copies in the free run. Jesus. So it sold out, and uh, we got the new one coming, 10,000 more copies. I'm painting the earth with hard times because people need this motherfucking book, dude. They need it. Yeah. yeah. All right, dude. We'll get it. We'll do a little promo for the book when we get there, too. All right. right. Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what, guys? Do a YouTube video review when you get it. I'd like some reviews. Yeah, 100%. On review it, like, you know. Get the uh, if you if you really like it, get the bundle. It's a fifty dollars bundle. You get the book, the ebook, the audio books. So you get all of them. And oh, I think you get a signed copy too on the website. Hard time, strong man. If you want the whole bundle, because a lot of guys like to listen, they don't like to read. I get it. But Re- the book has like it's got nudity in it. It's got violence. It's got pictures. It's got all the shit that you like. Gotta love it. Okay, wait, wait. One more quick thing. What do you guys think of ebooks? Reading it on your tablet or some shit. Some people like that. I personally don't, but some people do. So some people do buy ebooks and sell ebooks. I mean, I, I have all my books in ebook form, and okay. I have them on audiobook form because a lot of people don't like to read. You know, people are like, I don't want to read your book. I'm like, I'll get you the audiobook. You can listen to it then. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's now we got the animated books happening because uh, <laughs> that's that's just for people who are fucking retarded and can't even <laughs> listen or read. So we give it to them in 60 second intervals so they can. Drink it in, man, because, <laughs> sorry, I guess you can't pay attention for more than 60 seconds, so we'll chop that shit up and give it to you in 60 seconds at a time. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. All right. That is it for today, everybody. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening today. We really, we always uh, appreciate your attention, and we, we look forward to continuing with providing you with as much value as we possibly can. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Peace. Thanks. Peace out, guys. Later, Stefan. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.